Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> Back to the morning roast with Fonte and Shasky. I got my main man, Kirk Morrissey, coming up. Courtesy of the Boxer Gerza guest line. I'm in a great mood. <laughs> got me a couple cappuccinos, Chasky. We're talking NFC Championship game. And 49er fans are losing their minds. What's new? Because we can't. You know, whether it's the quarterback or the head coach. <laughs> Look, I'm happy we're in the NFC title game. But I also have perspective that if you play like you did on Saturday, you're going home. And you're not making it to Las Vegas. So is there an urgency here on the show? Are we a little edgy this morning, this week? Well, I'll tell you, the more you talk, the more you make me nervous. Yeah, I get that, RJ. I get that. The stakes are high. <laughs> We've had an iconic season. One for the ages. Quarterback playing out of his mind, leading the league in all the passing categories. He got a head coach who's in the seventh year who has been, for the most part this season, very aggressive. All-time players in Debo, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. Of course, Christian McCaffrey. Can't forget about him. The defense only giving up 17 points a game. But you know what? Damn it, we want the whole damn thing. Going to another NFC title game is just not enough. It's just saying, hey, well, we may have a franchise quarterback. No, that's not good enough for me. Well, the irony of the whole like comps to Joe Montana, which are ludicrous, is that Bill Walsh even tried to trade away Joe Montana multiple times, and Bill Walsh even brought in Joe Montana's successor, right? And and frustrated the hell out of everyone. Exactly. I mean, that's what and that I'm, was with a guy who had Super right. Bowls on his shelf. And, and see, here's the other thing that that's and we, I guess some of us didn't learn our lesson, but I did. I know you did. I see a comment like this. Yes, Bonte, we don't need to trip this hard over Detroit. Can we at least save the nervousness for Mahomes in the Super Bowl? See, that's the problem. Can't look ahead. <laughs> did, did you just learn your lesson Saturday night? I, I did. Six minutes left in the game. We all we all had lemon booty. You don't think it was lemon floating in my booty. head thinking, what are we going to talk about on Monday? Oh, my gosh. If, quarter- <laughs> if you didn't, okay, like let's call, let's call it this. If you were sitting there watching that game Saturday night and you were thinking to yourself, huh, this is fine. You are delusional because I know what was going through my head. Oh, God. Bonte is going to be texting us. Kirk Cousins is back on the table. Bonte is going to be texting us. Who are they going for? Whose fault is this? No, I wasn't thinking that. I said, we're going to be talking about that. 
Let's bring in our main man. <laughs> My bad. I didn't mean to, no, I didn't no, mean to I, phrase it that no, way. No, 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 but no. But you're right. No. Like that's what we were all thinking. We're gonna be we're not gonna be texting. We're gonna be talking about We were gonna be talking defensive line, head coach, play calling, and quarterback all offseason. All right, let's let's talk to our main man, Oakland's finest, the pride of Bishop O'Dow High School. Former Raider linebacker, now on the Rams pre and post, also calls college football games for ESPN, does a hell of a job doing that. Our main man, 5-2. We even get a warrior ticket here if we want to. Kirk was disappointed in us, Shasky. Why? We had to bump him last time. He goes, come on, dog. You know I can talk Warriors. I was like, I know, Kirk. I'm trying to get you on the post-game show for so damn long here when you get back to the bay. Kirk, man, good morning, man. Thanks for joining us this week. Man, fellas, great to be with you as always, man. How are we doing today? Uh, we're, we're doing all right. I we're, feel better, some... yeah. <laughs> but I'd be lying to you if I wasn't watching that game. Look, you played the game. You're talking about yeah. the game for a long time. Like, Look, I'm just calling what it is. If you're going to go down and your season's on the line, go down shooting your best magic bullet, as in Christian McCaffrey. I couldn't believe right. they got away from, from, from giving this man the ball. Like, he, he in a, in a one-score, rain-soaked game, where your quarterback looks a little sketch at, at at best, okay? Hand the ball off to the best player on the team. Like, it was driving me insane. Yeah, I, I would agree with you a little bit there, Shasky, only because I felt like this was a game in which you realized that throwing the ball deep down the field was not going to be the case. Everything that Brock Purdy had was underneath. I mean, if you really think about it, he threw more checkdowns than Derek Carr did while he was with the Raiders. It mm. was unbelievable. And so... To me, I thought you would rely on the running game just as much as the Green Bay Packers relied on their run game, right? I mean, I saw Aaron Jones breaking, you know, tackles, and they 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 said, you know what, we're going to run right at Fred Warner. I'd never seen Fred Warner that deep before. He was six, seven yards deep making tackles, and I'm saying, what is going on here? So Green Bay had a plan, and they executed their plan. I thought the 49ers. They had to find a plan when Debo Samuel went out, and so that's why I thought that they would lean on Christian McCaffrey more. But when they leaned on them at the times they needed, Christian McCaffrey delivered. I think that's where Sh- where I think where Shanahan this this week yeah. will have to lean on number twenty three a little bit more. Kurt Morrison on the boxer and Gerson Gessling. I caught that slip up. You almost said Schottenheimer, and you know what? That's appropriate <laughs> because I thought Shanahan was more Schottenheimer in that game on Saturday. Yeah, I didn't like the play calling. I thought he got a little tight. We know Marty Schottenheimer, rest in peace, one of the best mm-hmm. coaches we've seen. He would get tight yeah. in playoff games, and that's why he never advanced to a Super Bowl here. So, what frustrated you more on Saturday with the 49ers watching that game, just as a football observer? Was it their lack of pass rush? Was it the run defense? Was it the play calling? Was it the quarterback play five two? For them to keep relying on Ambry Thomas. I mean, that dude right now, you put Ambry Thomas out there, you better might as well just put a sombrero on him because everybody knows, go at him. Number 20 in red, throw the ball his way. Wow. Because to me, his confidence, come on, man, let's be real. If we're watching the game, that dude right now, his confidence is just not there. You don't have Talanoa Yufunga as well in that defensive secondary. Mm-hmm. This is a different secondary that we've seen. Yep. And so, for me, this is a much different matchup. I mean, yeah, I think those were a bunch of teenagers. I mean, all them dudes can still get in the city nights, the Green Bay Packers <laughs> wide receivers. That's that, how young they were. And that's they were a still deep pull. <laughs> that is a deep pull. I'm just being real with you, though. Know, but those young receivers were able to create separation, and they had a great day. And now all of a sudden you got a dude who I don't know if 49ers fans have seen him. I've had a chance to watch him since his days at Modern Day High School. But Amon Ross St. Brown is the dude. Wow. He is the real deal. And you team him along with Jamison Williams and then another guy who was really, really underrated in, um, and, and Reynolds, the wide receiver who oh, yeah. was finally with the Rams. Look, this wide receiver group is going to go after that 49ers secondary.
secondary. I think that's what surprised me a little bit most. Charvarius made his plays, but I think the ability to run the football really shocked me along that 49ers front. And, and let's be honest, I did, we didn't call Chase Young's name until he got reached. And then even Nick Bosa didn't really make Thank a lot you. of those plays that you thought in, in getting after the passer. So I was surprised, but you remember, it was one of those rainy games where you didn't have that deep passing, but yet Jordan Love was still able to have that time rather than block Brock Purdy. So that's kind of, you know, when I watched the game back twice already, I was just trying to figure out, well, why is this 49ers pass rush not getting there? You, you know, I'm glad you bring up the pass rush because your expertise obviously is going to slant more toward the defensive side of the ball. And you, you watch this Detroit team, so I've got a lot of questions on on Ombre Thomas, but let's start with, with Bosa real yeah. quick. Like, when you're an all-time great and you get paid mega bucks, I judge you differently. Right. Like, you are are not right. some fifth rounder. Aaron Donald dominated <laughs> in the NFC Championship game in the fourth quarter and ended the Niners season. He did the same yep. thing in the Super Bowl. That's why he's Aaron Donald and is one of the greatest players right. I've ever seen. I'm still waiting for Nick Bosa in the last four playoff games to do something in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Now, I know Dre Greenlaw came through the big play, but like you can't get stood up by wide receivers when you're Bosa. <laughs> and, am I tripping? Am I singling him out? Or is that how you view it as well? No, I think that you put those players on, on a different pedestal, right? We're talking about him, T.J. Watt, uh, Miles Garrett, right? You, these are the guys who we consider the best in the game. And, you know, having I thought that was disrespectful, having a wide receiver block you in the run game. But that's what happened, and it created a scene for Aaron Jones. This is one of those games where he'll have the opportunity this week to get after the pass a little bit. The only thing is that he's got a couple of dudes, right? When I look at this, the rosters of both teams, Niners and Lions, it's kind of crazy that the Spider-Man meme pops up because you start pointing at each other saying, man, they got the same dudes that we got. Yep. Trent Williams, Panay Sewell, I'm telling wow. you, and I'm saying he's not there yet, but, man, you talk about a guy who's going on that same comp where Trent Williams is. And Taylor Decker's been in this league for like 15 yeah. years, it feels like. So you got two bookend tackles that are really going to make Nick Bosa have to earn it. It's going to be more on like Chase Young, right? The guys up front, Armstead, the guys in the middle are going to have to get, try to make some uh, hey this week because it's going to be different. But I get what you're saying, Chasky. You need Nick Bosa to have, make his presence felt. Yeah. To be honest, I think you're 100% right. We haven't felt that presence of Nick Bosa, who's a former defensive player of the year. No, you're spot on, 5-2. And I'm glad you said what you said about Chase Young, because after his first game with the 49ers against Jacksonville, everybody was ready to pay the guy. And I'm sitting here saying, well, well let's well, wait a minute here. Let's see how the rest right. of the season plays out. And now I think everybody's like, you know what? Chase Young can walk. I'm not paying him mega bucks here because he's had no impact. It is it is what it is. But I'm glad you brought that That's up about the defense. Uh, I want to go back to Brock Purdy for a second, because Baldy, we just mm. had Brian Baldy grind. I knew you respect him. Right. We all watch Brian Baldy's uh, breakdowns, and he's kind of been out on Brock since the Ravens game. You know, he was, he was waiting for the Ravens fan. game. He was his biggest fan. He goes, let me see what he does against the Ravens. And Brock threw four picks, and it could have been seven. Where are you at with right. Brock Purdy right now? Because we see all the national discourse from your network, ESPN, and we see everybody yep. talking on their podcast of Brock Purdy. Where are you at right now with Brock Purdy heading to this title game? You remember one of those games we used to play in elementary, and they used to always say, hey, one of these things are not like the other? Yeah. And that's kind of what it is this weekend. There's four quarterbacks. Three of them were drafted in the first round. One of them wasn't. And the guy who wasn't is Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. All of that stuff comes into play. I think, look, Lamar Jackson and, and Patrick Mahomes, former MVPs in the league, they speak for themselves. Jared Goff has led a team to a Super Bowl already, and he's trying to do it again with the Detroit Lions. But when it comes to Brock Purdy, I feel like we can't ignore – 
where he was drafted. We can't ignore the games in which we've seen from him. And look, last week people are saying, wow, Brock Purdy led. Look, I, and I'm not a Brock Purdy basher. I love the kid. Yeah, I you know, covered him while he was at, 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 at uh, Iowa State. Man, he had some unbelievable talent there that he worked with as well. But last week he threw three, I mean, a check down. He threw an unbelievable, not always have a, was it more of the throw or the catch by Ayuk on that last drive? And then he threw a nice honey hole shot. But then Christian McCaffrey ran the ball in. I'm not saying that that drive was all because of Brock Purdy, but what I'm saying was that the team truly helped him out. And so I just haven't seen that moment just yet where I felt like, okay, he belongs with that group. Like, you know what I mean? We've right. all been mm-hmm. to the club before. Mm-hmm. There's a VIP section. <laughs> Mahomes can 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 the Mahomes. He doesn't have to show ID. Lamar Jackson don't have to show ID. Jared Goff, his resume speaks for itself. I'm telling you, the bouncer is going to stop Purdy, right? <laughs> like, hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. This is the, these are these are guys. These are dudes. We I haven't seen you. I don't know you yet. So I think that's what to me for a lot of people nationally, even for myself. We just still need to see more. This this isn't it's it's not the Tom Brady yet, right? Yeah. We still need to see more on his resume, and it's no knock to him. But they're throwing the day Montana out. opportunity. Not to cut you off, mm-hmm. Kirk. They're throwing Montana out there, saying, "Oh, that was his Montana moment." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" They're gonna compare them to Super Bowl twenty three, the final no, no, drive. No, no, bro, no, that final drive for Riders. Right, this is for Riders out here <laughs> in the Bay Area. No, man, stop, man. John Taylor, all them cats. Come on, man, don't do that to us like that. But he, he's 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 got to do it man and this is trust me he can do a lot for himself this weekend against the lions that defense and this would always say man how motivated are you too as coordinators i'm not taking anything away from you know kyle shanahan and this offense but what i'm saying is that aaron glenn is trying to get a head coaching job you don't think he wants to shut down kyle shanahan's offense you don't think he's going to throw exotic blitzes and things and show different looks to Brock Purdy, absolutely right. Same thing on the other side. Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator, the hottest candidate for a head coaching job. You don't think these dudes is trying to come to San Fran with that Detroit versus everybody mentality? This is all I'm saying, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be at the game on Sunday, fellas. Oh, nice. All gotta- I, all, all, yeah, yeah. All, all I want to see is this: if the dude number nineteen is not walking out with the boombox on Sunday, that's a different 49ers team. That's a different 49ers team. If Debo Samuel is not walking out with Trent Williams in the boombox and they not having that same swagger, that's like all of us going out and we missing our, our, our best friend, our cousin. He's not with us. His health and availability, I think, messes with the psyche of the 49ers. Debo's able to go. I feel like you good. He's not able to go. Hey, man, you missing, you missing that one key piece. And then you try to throw an end around with Juwan Jennings last week. Come on, man. Yeah, he, he's not Debo. Don't try. Come on. Don't do that. First play in the second half. First play in the second half, they ran that play. Like, what, like, what is that? Like, <laughs> well, stop it, Kyle. Get out of here. <laughs> Kirk, let me ask you. Before we get to, to Jared sure. Goff, because you have uh, you had an up-close you know, seat for Jared Goff in, in St. Louis. Or, excuse me, in L.A. And now no. in you no, see him. Even now, when he was one of them, one of them Cal Bears, too. That's yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that. But before I get to that, before I get to that, is is part of how we're viewing Brock Purdy, and I'm I'm just asking out loud because I know all of this for me gets blended at times, and it's fair or not. Right. I, I don't even know. Does the Jimmy Garoppolo 
portion of the Niner run the last few years? Does that bleed into how we're viewing Brock Purdy? Like, had they not had runs with Jimmy G, would we be this skeptical of Brock Purdy? Had they not had runs with Jimmy G, would be skeptical. Like, like seeing Jimmy G fall short. Do you get what I'm saying? Like. I, I, I hear that part of it, but this was still an organization that, that traded three first-round picks for Trey Lance. Yep. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I haven't forgot that. Yeah. Like, maybe some other people like, oh, I, I, we forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't forget about that. You traded three first-round picks for Trey Lance. The dude's not even on the roster. <laughs> so that's where my skepticism comes in is that you were trying to find the replacement. And, oh, by the way, you slipped up and found Brock Purdy is mystery relevant. Don't say, like, he was the guy that we targeted the whole time. No, you found a quarterback that has ran the offense. And to me, it almost – and this is what you don't want it to be. Right, I've always used this 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 this, this, uh, this analogy. You don't want it to be you don't want it to be milk, right? Because milk it tastes good for a while, but it always has that what an expiration date. And I think we're all waiting on that expiration date on Brock Purdy. Wow. Or is this going to be the milk that continues to keep going? Or is this almond milk? Is this oat milk? Yeah. This soy, right? Hey, it can last a little bit longer. Kirk, I but drink if it's regular dairy, bro. If it's regular, <laughs> if it's regular dairy, man, you already know that they got an expiration date. Oh, I love it, Kirk. I, love I it. drink oat milk. There's nothing wrong with that. It's I, actually I, better, I, I, Kirk. I've gotten boozy too. I've been on the almond milk for about five years. That's why okay. I call it be boozy yeah. bonte. But I can. I, I love the analogy. Yeah, I love the analogy. Not everybody can have muscles like no, you, Kirk. No. We're not drinking two percent milk or full, you know, whole milk. Brady Quinn was pushing. Muscle milk. Muscle milk. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember Brady Quinn we, used to we, have the muscle milk? <laughs> now I'm done. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, the Lions, though. You saw the Lions this year. Obviously, the Rams went yeah. up to Detroit. Yeah. Very fun football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was physical. Uh, I was shopping yeah. Vegas clock minutes. This was the first time I ever seen them kind of mismanage the clock in both halves there. But what was the big takeaway from Detroit? Too, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? But the Rams played hard, but they couldn't score in that red zone. And that Detroit Lions defense, a lot of people say, man, the secondary is trash in Detroit. But what do they do so well? Because they've been, 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 but don't break. And it seems like they always come up with big plays on the defensive side of the football. Uh, you know, I've I got some um, friends on staff over there, too. And um, I've kind of crossed a couple games this year from my college. And the Detroit Lions were playing that weekend. So I've had a chance to stay in the same hotel and just talk to the guys. And they all tell me the same thing. Man, there's a belief that they know that let's get it to the fourth quarter and we're going to find a way to win. Mm. Like, they really, truly believe that. And I think on top of that, I thought last week Matt LaFleur got a little conservative and tried to hold on to win. Detroit, that's not who they are. With Dan Campbell, they're going to take it from you. They're, they're not like hoping, to, oh, let's hope and kick a field goal. Let's No, they're going to go for it on fourth down. They are going to be aggressive. They come in the Santa Clara to come take a victory. They know if they're going to go to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, they got to take it. They're, the 49ers aren't going to give it to them. That's what stands out to me. I saw with the Rams game, how many times we've seen teams late in the game, they've got to run it three times in order to right. keep the clock moving. Man, they do say, nah, Jared Goff. Yep. They trust in, the, in my guy from Marine Catholic and Cal, mm-hmm. Jared Goff, to go do what? Go make a play. Go, go, go. Your quarterback, your resume speaks for itself. Go make a play. And the dude does what? He goes out, makes a couple plays, and runs the clock out, man. That's what the 49ers are up against this week. A guy who is, look, Jared Goff is unafraid, definitely. What's That's the thing about Goff? But before you get on that, 30 seconds. What is the, the thing about Goff people get wrong? 
wow, what did they get wrong? Yeah, like, because I think, for me, when I saw McVay rip him publicly, I was right. like, oh, well, McVay knows more about football than, than anybody. Yeah. Like, I trust his evaluation. Well, he was with him every and, day. Like, to see him do what he's doing has been very impressive. And, and even and even last week, Kirk, I, we were talking about the quarterbacks left in the NFC, and I said, you know, Nishaska, I was like, you know, I... Golf has more experience. I may lead golf over Purdy, and everybody say, "What, Derek Golf? He stinks." And I'm like, "Well, he did lead a team to a Super Bowl. He has outdoor right. Mahomes on Monday Night Football. He's had some prolific games, some memorable games here. I don't know why he gets disrespected. So maybe it is because he got traded to Detroit. I don't know." Yeah, but I'll always say this, though, about Jared. He went through some tough times in Los Angeles. He went through a, a tough time. I mean, remember they went three thirteen and one his first year. Over in Detroit, it was bad, but yet you know what? They found a way. They found a way to get to the point. I think what you miss sometimes with Jared Goff is the guy is—I hate to use this term—but he is sneaky athletic. He'll take off in that pocket. He'll get about six or seven yards. He'll pick up a first down when needed. But the thing about it is, he is unfazed. If you haven't seen Jared Goff. He is unfazed. He'll throw maybe he he rarely throws a bad ball, but if he does, he'll forget about it, move on from it. And that's what you have to understand this week against the 49ers. I really feel like Jared Goff is coming in with his hometown right there behind him. He's coming in to go take it. Like his, this is a different Jared Goff I know that I saw in Los Angeles. He is taking on that mentality of Detroit versus everybody. And I think that's the mentality that you need in order to go out and win this weekend because we you know, look. San Francisco is going to be ready to roll. Them dudes is going to be ready. But without Debo Sammy, I'm telling you, they're missing a little bit of that stinger. And we'll see what happens if he's available on Sunday. Yeah, 50-50 for Sunday's game. No fractures, anything like that. They'll know more on Wednesday. But they need Debo Samuel, no doubt about it. Kirk, 5-2, we're going to text you on Sunday. We'll meet up with you. We'll see you at Levi Stadium, man. Always thank you for the time. Hey, always a pleasure, fellas. Great to be with you. Anytime. Kirk Morrison here on the Morning Roast on 95-70 game. And look, man, <laughs> there's a lot of new audience members. I get it. You're coming over here for the first time. Never heard of the Morning Roast. This is how we get down over here. We don't pacify things. We're not going to tell you what you want to hear. We're going to tell you what we think. And if you don't agree with our opinions, that's fine. It's sports. A lot of people are going to disagree. But this ain't your normal mother and father cookie cutter radio we're not just going to wave pom-poms because the home team won we're going to assess the situation and this situation right now is critical for the 49ers to win this game in the on sunday against the detroit lions thank you and you know what hey, and you know what brock purdy didn't have a great game it's fine he came through in the fourth quarter we can say that over and over and over again but also if you play like that Next Sunday, you're going to lose. Well, I underestimated the Green Bay Packers, right? We Be- all did. Well, no, but I but I think we I was did. pretty disrespectful. No, we all did. I was pretty disrespectful, and I feel pretty foolish in retrospect. And I've done it. I'll do it again. i do it down the line. Um, Bonte, have you ever coached a youth team at any point? I coached high school football for a season. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I coached some youth in a junior player yeah. development program for two years. Coach Peralta was one of the you, coaches, you, and then Coach Bluford. Yeah, I love Coach, Coach yeah. Ken P. Uh you could be coaching third grade boys basketball, fifth grade girls volleyball, right. high school level football, like whatever. You know what coaches have conversations on? Hey, who should we start? Who should we be playing? And you're passionate. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. These are these are normal sports conversations right. that you have, okay? You know what we don't do? Is talk in narratives and fakeness and like even when you win and you're coaching a team like man, we need to work on this, right. we need to work on this. Always. We can't do that again. They're, like man, we need to learn from this particular listen. thing. Radio shows that we do, television shows that I do. Both times when I leave the studio 
And I get my car and say, damn, I should have said that. Yes. Damn, I should have brought that up. I Maybe I should have let Shasky do this. Maybe I should have said, we do it all the time. All the time. So why can't we do it with the football team? Because Brock Purdy struggled a little bit. And every, like, let's stop. Let's assess the quarterback situation the same way we did with Trey Lynch, Jimmy Garoppolo, Colin Kaepernick, Alex Smith, Steve Young, Jeff Garcia, and every other quarterback who's worn a 49er jersey. That's it. This is what we do in San Francisco. If you're new to this, then let me educate you on this. This is how we talk about quarterbacks in this market. Quarterback controversies is what we do in the Bay Area. That's the business we're in. And quarterbacks make things go. When you have a Montana sitting there in the suite and you have Steve Young on the field dapping up Little Wade, guess what? We're gonna put we're gonna set the bar high for Brock Purdy too, especially after the regular season he just produced. That wasn't the same guy we saw in the regular season. The amount of people I see destroying Josh Allen, destroying Josh Allen. I'm questioning your intelligence as right. a human being. If you can't watch the Buffalo Bills play football and go, damn, like Josh Allen carries them. Carries them. Now he he'll get away, he'll make a bowhead decision and turn the ball over, but once they got Joe Brady in there as offensive coordinator, Josh Allen showed that he has MVP talent. Yeah, and so like like Lamar Jackson it was gonna have two MVPs before he hits twenty eight years right. old. Two. You know what most people are asking themselves? Are we sure he could beat Patrick Mahomes at home? Right. Are we sure? Yep. And he's gonna get crushed. And he's carried that team this yep. year with no Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. The quarterback position is different. I mean, it just is. I mean, Warrior fans have no problem crushing Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, no Steve Kerr. These are four-time champions. They wanted Bob Myers fired after he won three championships. <laughs> Steve Kerr fired, and then they won a fourth one. And it still ain't good enough. Uh, Bruce Bochy was like... A lot of people were pissed at Bruce Bochy after the 2016 playoffs. I, we can go right down the list. Right. This is what sports fans do. I don't know why we're so afraid. To have normal sports well, conversations. So, so, here's another- so, for example, Jared Goff. Right. I have dismissed Jared Goff because McVay dismissed him, and I was wrong. And and I'm not going to do that heading into this week. And now I'm really worried about their wide receivers but, and our secondary. See, you understand what I was trying to say last week. Now right? I kind of, yeah. You understand what I was yeah. saying last week. I said, look, I'm not the biggest Jared Goff fan. I'm not. But I also realize that he's been through a lot, and he's got experience. And when, you know, I was getting ticked off at Spinotti in the chat because he was saying, oh, man, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Jared Love, this is easy for the 49ers. I said, man, don't dismiss Jared Goff and that Lions team. They get paid, too. They get paid, too. And now some people are saying, well, you know what? Purdy doesn't get paid as much as them. Well, one day they're going to have to make a decision on Purdy. And now, today's not the day for the conversation. Thank God. But but you better believe the conversation will come on whether or not you want to pay Brock Purdy and make him the franchise quarterback. Now, a lot. He went to Super Bowl. Boom. Give him the money. Ponte. Pull the brick struck out. Whatever. Ponte. Nick Bosa has had a Hall of Fame start to his career. And it took until the last hour of the regular season to, to approach for them to finally settle on a number. If you don't think the 49ers are going to be a little more pragmatic when it comes to paying the quarterback, well, then you just haven't been paying attention to how the Niners operate. They wouldn't budge on a number with Nick Bosa, who's been outstanding. It's why Derek. It's why DeForest Buckner is in Indianapolis, wearing a coat uniform. Yeah. To your point. Yes. This is why Buckner's not here anymore. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Gabriel in San Jose. Gabriel, what's happening? What's going on, Bonte? What's going on, Shasta? I'm a first-time caller. Thank you. How's it going? Oh, man, we're good. I uh, just wanted to kind of chime in on this whole Brock Purdy talk. Um, you know, just kind of want to give him my, my, my insight. 
Um, for me, I just want to, hey, with all due respect, fellas, I love what you guys do. Um, I watch every, uh, I listen every morning. Um, but we just, can we just stop saying, like, Brock had a bad game? I mean, was it pretty? No. Did he struggle? Yes. Did he look uncomfortable? Yes. But to say he had a bad game, throwing 250 yards, a dime touchdown to Kittle, uh, with a beautiful clutch drive at the end when he needed it. I mean, and not to, not only say that, but the scramble at the end to set up the game-winning touchdown for McCaffrey, like, to say he had a bad game, like, that just kind of just ruffled my feathers a little bit. Um, and, and, again, I'm not a Purdy stand. I'm a 49er stand, just like you, Bonte. Yep. Um, but if we're going to tell it how it is, we're going to tell it how it is. And this whole, like – Did he not struggle uh, for three Jared quarters, Gabriel? He struggled for three quarters for he the did. most part. He did. Right? 100%. That's, that's all I've said all week. He struggled for the first three quarters. 100%. And in muddy time, he woke up and got us in the damn NFC championship game. Survive in advance. That's all we're saying. Yep. 100%. I, I feel that. But to say he had a bad game, Bonte, you know football like me. To say somebody had a bad game, you had a bad game. That's you throwing two interceptions and fumbling the ball. Well, well interceptions bad tend read to be. Bad read. Well, well, you know what, Gabriel? <laughs> Darnell Savage right now is going to be thinking about a ball he dropped all offseason that could have changed his football game. You know what I'm but saying? How come? Right, right. Uh, one agreed. But how come nobody's talking about the, the four interceptions that Love could have thrown? Nobody's talking about that. Because we expect that from Love. Because the have they were 10 point either. underdogs. Like, like the, I, I get that too. I, I mean, get that's that too, like, the, and I they had the that. youngest team heading into the playoffs that anyone's ever seen in thirty years. Like, it'd be a different story if you play that same game against the Chiefs. Everything is different. I do, but it's the Green Bay Packers, is, and it's a guy making his second playoff start. Gabriel, how old are you, Gabriel? I'm thirty eight. Thirty eight. So you're around our age. So you understand the way we critique quarterbacks in this market is a little different than any other market, right? One thousand. It's not fair. I don't like it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't set the rules. I didn't make up the rules. It just. It is what it is. All I'm trying to do is be fair to Brock Purdy, as I was to Jimmy Garoppolo. At times, we get a little sideways. We do. We get a little over the top oh, when it comes oh. to criticism. We get it a little over the top when it comes to praise. But what we saw on Saturday, it was a reminder of some bad quarterback play, Gabe. That's all it was. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. But at the same time, when I look at it too, I think of yeah, the Green Bay Packers. They have a. They have a young team. But we also have a young quarterback going in his what his second season, and he only played a season and a half. Like, come on! And to, and for him to do that, like everybody talks about the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. I well, Brock Purdy does have pressure on him because he's leading a bunch of men that need a championship now, and he's that young trying to do that. That's just a lot of pressure. But he's doing his thing. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.